Welcome to the Truckers Podcast with your host, Raymond White, telling the story of those who move America. Today we have Joanne Keeling, CFO of Nitrogen Solutions out of Jonesboro, Arkansas. Joanne, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me, Raymond. Absolutely. Well, hey, I want to get us going by you telling us about Nitrogen Solutions today. How many trucks you guys run? What do you haul? Where you operate? Okay. Uh, Nitrogen Solutions, we're an Arkansas-based company, but we actually are physically located in Weatherford, Oklahoma. It's a hour west of Oklahoma City. Um, we have about 40 trucks, tractors uh, that we we operate, um, we've been, we, one year we had, um, trucks running in up to 44 of the continental United States. We log about 2 million miles a year. Um, we, uh, our primary operation for the oil field service side is in Oklahoma, Texas, New Mexico, and Kansas. Um, we got dedicated up in the northeastern part of the United States, including New York, Connecticut, uh, Pennsylvania, and then we've got a fleet of trucks that they run out of Iowa, but they cover Kentucky, Illinois, states around in the Midwest. And yeah. uh, the lucky guys get to run down in Florida. Yeah, they're going. They're going to the beach every day, and they oh, get off yeah. work. It sounds yeah. like exactly. No, that's that's great. And um, and, and just to be clear, you guys, uh, it's kind of in the name, but you guys haul one commodity. That's nitrogen. That's correct. We only have one one thing that we have to deal with. In my former job, we had about eight thousand different inventory parts and. The beautiful thing about nitrogen solutions, there's one thing to keep up with, and that's nitrogen. Yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about about your background, and then we'll kind of segue into the history of, of nitrogen solutions, because you've been involved, uh, of course, since the beginning. But uh, tell tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Oh, okay. Well, um, I live in Jonesboro, Arkansas. I graduated from Arkansas State in 1982, and from there, I, I really worked primarily for Fortune 500 companies in the finance department. Um, my first job out of college was for BorgWarner Automotive, and from there, I moved over to a company that was a division of Westinghouse. Uh, it okay. was in the steel industry starting in 1990. Um, so I worked in the steel industry up until 2011 when I came over as a full-time employee of Nitrogen Solutions. I was one of the founding um, owners of Nitrogen Solutions. We started the company in 2010. We were going to be two men in a truck, <laughs> one nitrogen pump and two tractor trailers, and we thought that... Um, that I could possibly continue in the finance department with the company now being Siemens. Um, but what we found out was I was working my full-time job at Siemens, 
and then working all weekend and sometimes all night long for nitrogen solutions. And finally, I told my boss at Siemens, who he was one, he was our, he was our, um, financial backer when we mm-hmm. started the company. I said, Mike, you've got to fire me. I said, I cannot continue to do both things at one time. So wow. although I started working for Nitrogen Solutions in 2010, I actually became an employee in 2012. So I really, I worked for a year without pay. But that's what you have to do when you start a company. I mean, there's lots and lots of sacrifices. People sometimes think, oh, being a business owner is, you know, all glory, but it's not. There's lots of sacrifices that everybody made. And and when we started Nitrogen Solutions, it was not my idea. I just got brought on because of my um, my financial abilities and um, the the guy that <clears throat> financially backed us. He and I had worked together since 1990. We kind of were um, we're tele- we say we're telepathetic, but we <laughs> really 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 have a good working relationship and thought you know along the same lines. Um, the two, the three guys that had the idea were, um, Mike Stickler, who has, he passed away in 2016, so he's no longer with us, but he, along with John McCaughey and John's son, Matt McCaughey, these are the guys that came up with the idea. They were working in the oil field and they wanted to become business owners. Yeah. Um, they had the they had the knowledge, the operation knowledge, but not so much the financial knowledge. So, yeah. you know, the combination of the five of us, we we all kind of you know clicked and worked well together. Um, I love that. And uh, and and they were and to be clear, they were they were pumping nitrogen as an oil field service to start. It wasn't until later that the trucking began, but. Can you tell us just, I mean, I, I've, uh, in working with you guys, I have heard so many great stories of, of the beginning and growing the company, but do you have any stories of, of starting out in the beginning, um, you know, on the oil field side uh, in the first couple of years, any stories? I mean, one thing, one story that comes to my mind is your guys's first office you rented, which I think was an old, uh, either firehouse or mail house. Uh, yeah, no, I've got, I've got lots of really fun you know, some of the, well, one of, you know, just to to make it so people are like going, how did all these people get connected? Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> this is what people are really going to really kind of get a kick out of. Um, John McCaughey and Matt McCaughey started in the oil field in 2008. And they, no, they, it wasn't so much oil field. It, yes, it was oil and, no, it was gas. They started in gas in Conway, Arkansas, and they worked for, their first company they worked for was Fractech. Neither John nor Matt had any oil field experience, but that's when things were booming in the Fayetteville Shell yeah. in the, like, 2006, 7, 8. So that, um, they started, they didn't have their CDLs. They started shoveling sand in 2008, and I don't know if you remember this, but it was probably one of the hottest summers on record. But mm. they um, 
they had a real desire to, you know, work hard, make money. Um, they ended up getting their CDL, and they they worked around the clock and moved up, and Matt got um, moved up to um, running a nitrogen pump. And the nitrogen mm. pump that they were using at, say, Frac Tech, and he eventually moved over to the company IPS, Integrated Production Services. Okay. Um, those nitrogen pumps weren't as fancy as the ones that we um, we ordered when we started the company. There were times Matt was um, exposed to the elements. I mean, it was it was wow. not it wasn't a fun job, but I think it paid really well. And I would I'm okay. This is the funny part. I'm Matt McCaughey's mother. Okay, yeah. I was married to Matt's dad, and we have Matt. So Matt's the one that. I would call Matt because I knew he was making a lot of money, and I was like, now, Matt, what are you doing with your money? He goes, Mom, I'm saving my money. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the, fin- the CFO mom. Yeah. He's like, I want to buy my own pump. Well, I'm like, Matt, those things are like a million dollars a piece. He goes, well, he, Matt's a big dreamer, and Matt has pushed me out of my comfort zone many, many times, but it's always been beneficial in the long run you know sometimes you're afraid to make decisions um mm-hmm. but kind of always um he's a dreamer he's a go-getter he and his dad you know they they they've got great work ethic but yeah so that that was the dream matt wanted to um he wanted to pursue a nitrogen oil field service company and I I was you know Debbie Downer and I was negative <laughs> but one day one day and I was working in Bible Arkansas because that's where the big steel uh, producing county was Mississippi County and um, Matt and John came over to, to my office which was Siemens at the time and uh, Matt walks in and he says hey mom this was August of 2010 he says, hey, Mom, we really want to do this deal. Do you want to be a part of it? And I said, no, I, I don't. <laughs> I said, you keep doing what you're doing, Matt. He goes, no, we really want to do this thing. So he said, well, do you think, do you think Jay Please might want to go in with us? And Mike was my boss. Yeah. And um, he had sold his company to Siemens. So, and, and Mike's known that since he was four years old. So, you know, and Sean and they're all good friends. So I said, listen, I don't know. I said, Mike's over there in his office. Go ask him. So they, mar- they <laughs> marched into Mike's office and they said, hey, Mike, we want to do this. Uh, we want to open a nitrogen company. Do you want to go in with us? And Mike's like, uh, well, show me your business plan. And they're like, Business plan, you know. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. and they got a. They did. My brother worked for um, and now we don't anymore. But he worked for uh, Waste Connections, and that's what he did. He did mergers and acquisitions. So he helped them put together a business plan, and they came back, and Mike and I took their pro formas and. We, you know, the main thing was, and this was in 2008, and that's when everything kind of went south. Yeah. Um, 
you know, stock market, everything dipped down. Uh, banks weren't lending money, but we had a real good working relationship with our bank. And so we went and talked to our banker. And then we also took their numbers and we wanted to make sure that we could get insurance. And we sat down, uh, Matt, Jay Quiz, and myself. And they said, yeah, you know, we'll insure you. And, you know, those are two huge components is can you get a line of credit? <laughs> because we had to purchase, you know, we had to purchase pumps that were millions of dollars. We had to get transports. We had to get tractor tra- You know, just initially getting set up. Oh, yeah. So um, I will tell you one funny thing. Um, we all flew down to Houston, Texas, and went out on a, a drilling rig, and then we went and sat down with the people that we wanted to build our pumps and, you know, John, Matt, and Mike Stickler, they were uh, driving around in a Toyota Camry. And so we were like, okay, you know, y'all need to get out there and try to get some uh, 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 agreements in place so that once we get our equipment, you know, we can go to work. And uh, they all kind of started laughing, and they go, well, you know, it's kind of hard for people to take us serious when we – drive up in a Toyota Camry, and all those guys were pretty large. So at that point, we um, we we um, bit the bullet, and we purchased them a white, you know, 2012 Chevy pickup truck. And, oh, they were riding know, around in a, in a, it might as well have been a Cadillac they were riding around in. Yeah, but, yeah, and then, uh, so the way that, I, I want to explain this real quickly, so you're wondering, okay, why are they an Arkansas-based company and they're all the way out in western Oklahoma? Well, the reason for that is we we decided to start the company November of 2010. We placed our order for our equipment, and there was like a six-month lead time on getting, say, our pump, our pump and uh, our transport. Um, we we purchased two Peterbilt trucks that we were so proud of, um, but we got the equipment arrived in June, and they got their first job out in Elk City, Oklahoma, out in that area. Yeah. So they, you know, they they convoyed all the way from Conway, Arkansas, all the way out to you know the the tip of Oklahoma, almost. You know, you're 40 miles from um, Texas at that point. Matt says, Mama, this is the wild, wild west, you know. That's what <laughs> I said. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they I'm sure they felt like, like cowboys so, so, doing it on so, their own. Yeah, but, but what was so kind of neat was they did that one job, and then they they kept getting other jobs, and then they figured out that they needed to lease some uh, additional nitrogen transports, and they, um, you know, they leased those, and then we hired some additional employees, and then it was like a uh, um, divine intervention. There was this old mail stop over there in Elk City because John Matt and Stickler had been living in a hotel and parking their equipment, you know, in this vacant lot. Well, all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. It, it was used. It was a mail stop, and it was used by the U.S. Postal Service because it's right on Interstate 40. 
And what it basically was, it was a huge parking lot, and it, it had a almost like a men's dormitory. So they they had rooms upstairs, and they had offices downstairs. And, I mean, it was the perfect setup. So we were in Elk City, Oklahoma. Um, and then they made us, they, they sold that, so we, we thought we were moving closer to the city, and that's how we ended up in Weatherford, Oklahoma. And that, um, that shop that we had, the first, um, real shop we had was on Eads, but it was facing Interstate 40, and we thought we got some good exposure, but that's the place that we, we could squeeze a, a conference room in there, but it was so small we couldn't really get our employees in there. It just, you couldn't, you couldn't even pull trucks in the bays and things wow. like that. But well, I know you guys have a you guys have a beautiful office and shop there now. So I'm sure you, I'm sure it's uh, when you look back, you're uh, you know you're very thankful for where you're at today. Yeah, we say yeah we have we have come a long, long, long way. But um, you know, due to the volatility of the oil and gas, and the the other thing I want to mention is. We we have done very, very, very little work in Arkansas. Um, we occasionally get calls to run nitrogen over here, um, but we've never really done anything in Arkansas. So yeah, Oklahoma we think is a good uh a good location for it. Um but um I think during uh two thousand fourteen, you know, the 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 volatility at oil and gas it forced us to find uh, a different uh, sector revenue, um, and that's what got you started in the yeah. in the trucking so, yeah. of nitrogen. Yeah. So so what we did, you know, we we bought tons and tons of nitrogen from Air Products. So they 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 asked us to you know start delivering nitrogen for them too, and then. We got hooked up with another major uh, nitrogen company, and you know we have continued to to um, invest in uh, cryogenic equipment that is equipped for industrial hauling of nitrogen, um, rather than the transports that are more oil filled. You know they they have different. Capabilities and things like that. Uh, we mm-hmm. we since hired. You know, we've got full time safety people. We have full time welders. We have um, you know full time mechanics and things like that. So um, another thing that we've recently done uh, in the last two years, we you know we've invested in new trucks versus used trucks. I mean. And, and at the time, you know, used is about what we could afford because with, you know, when you didn't have a payment, if things went, you know, south, you didn't have all those, you know, payments that you had to have. But, yeah, um, something around your neck, making you stress yeah, a little bit right. more. Yeah, we could shut it down. Um, but anyway, so now, yeah, uh, for insurance purposes, I think that's one of the ways that we got, uh, you know, introduced to you, Roman, was um, we were always insured um, as a, a oil field service entity, but 
more and more of our uh, revenue stream has become trucking. So I yeah. think for insurance purposes, we're, we're really considered more of a, you know, trucking company now. So, yeah, I think, uh, you know, what's funny is uh, I, I've heard Matt joke before that uh, the nitrogen pumping and oil field is more of a hobby and passion it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and he and he really enjoys the, you know, the oil field, um, you know, sector of the business. You know, I mean, trucking, you know, there's, I mean, they have, they don't have like dedicated routes, so our drivers, I mean, we have, um, we don't, we own some day cabs, but we don't utilize them like we do our sleeper, uh, yeah. our, and our tractor trailers. Um, you know, our workers, they, you know, they, their schedule is, and I think it works well for a lot of them once you get used to it, but they're, they basically work three weeks on and then they have a whole week off. So they yeah, can, that's great. you know, get rested, clear their mind and things like that. Yeah, well, that's great. Well, one question I have for you in case and you know not anybody caught on is uh you guys are a uh really a, a family a family business you know with you being uh matt's mom and then uh john you know your uh your ex-husband and yeah, so husband, and we actually really work well together that's and, what i was going to say how how do you guys work so well together well, as... you know what we've known each other for a long long time um I, I am really based out of Jonesboro, Arkansas. Now, I'm going to be going to, and working in Oklahoma in the office uh, Monday through Thursday this week, and we'll sit down and cover any uh, bases that need to be covered and, you know, do some financial, you know, planning and, you know, work on just some things that we need to kind of really be face-to-face to, to cover. But, um, yeah. Yeah, so, yes, John and I were married, and uh, now we're not. (laughs) But we do work well together, and Matt is our son. We also have another daughter, but she's not involved in the business at all. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, and and this business was was started, uh, it seems like, way after um, that you guys were, you and John were together. But I've always admired how well you guys all work as a family and always enjoy being in meetings with you guys because the family dynamic is still there. But it's uh, you guys, (laughs) (laughs) but you guys work so well together. And I I love that. And I've I've enjoyed, uh, you know, and still to this day, enjoy being part of it and hearing the story. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you from your, uh, CFO and financial perspective, what financial metrics do you think are important for a trucking company to keep track of and monitor? I, you know, a lot of times, you know, the, uh, you know, trucking companies are started by that, uh, operation person or multiple people, just like John and Matt, uh, but maybe they weren't blessed to have somebody with the financial capabilities to be so close to them or don't have that person. What what financial metrics do you think they should be keeping track of to make sure they stay profitable and stay in business and be able to provide a living for themselves and their family? Um, I think it's real important to um, stay on top of your utilization of your equipment. I mean, you know, like I said, we've invested in new equipment. I think one thing John and Matt have realized and have acted upon is, uh, you know, getting rid of 
of unused, um, not non-performing units. Another thing that we um, capitalized on too was um, units that we know are vital to our operation, but we're not utilizing that we um, we've actually leased out. You know, so that's another revenue stream is um, uh, income from rental of equipment. Um, as long as you know that your um, customer is um, a stand-up um, operation that, you know, has good insurance and things like that, you you know, it's your peace of mind knowing that you're dealing with people that, you know, take their business serious and things like that. But, you know, I think, yeah, your, your equipment utilization because, if you've got assets that are paid for that are sitting there and not producing any kind of income, go ahead and get rid of those and reinvest in stuff that will generate income. Yeah. Um, maintenance of your equipment, you know, making sure you're, you know, maintaining your equipment because there's nothing worse than, you know, being out on a job, especially if you're running for a third party, if you're, you know, you're out there and your equipment breaks down, that makes your company look like you're not really, um, you know, on top of your business. So, mm-hmm. you know, less breakdowns can um, keep your revenue, you know, coming and, you know, you know you're going to get the next phone call. One thing that um, John and Matt and, and Mike Stickler, too, were really – good at where we prided ourselves on being a 365-day, a a year, you know, 24-7 company. I mean, we didn't say, oh, well, you know, it's 5 o'clock. We can't can't take you a load of nitrogen out. They were willing to work around the clock, work in adverse weather conditions, things like that. So Absolutely. um, well, and I, I and and to be honest, the thing I admire about all of you guys is you still do that today. You know, I mean, one of the things that you've uh, mentioned to me before is that the business still feels like a startup every day. I mean, and and yeah, so I love that, and I can tell you, you know, that I I see that you guys still keep true to that today. So that's awesome. But tell me a little bit about that startup feeling every day still. Um. Well, one of the things that you know. Um, I think Matt was a little bit, my, you know, Matt, again, my son, the one that had the vision, and John. I think one thing they were leery of, they were like, oh, you know, you don't you don't really know oil and gas. You don't really understand that. And I'm saying, you guys, okay, no, I haven't worked in oil and gas, but I understand how you run, a, you know, a business and things like that. So I think that was. Um, something that Mike J. Cleese and I, we were able to do, um, um, on our, on our side for the benefit of the company, but, um, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> um, no, you're, you're fine, but, you know, I know with, uh, with you guys, you're still always innovating, changing, and that's oh, probably a yeah. big thing to keep in that, keeping that startup and that yeah. hunger that yeah. you guys all have alive. Here, here is one thing. It was like on the oil field side of the company was, you know, they're like, okay, we need to have your your drug and alcohol policy. We need to have your, you know, 
your H2S policy. We we had to have all these policies. We had to have, you know, your your employee handbook, your drug and alcohol policy, all these policies. And that's where another family member stepped in, my sister Rita Reed. Yes, I love Miss Rita. Yes. Been very beneficial too. But she um she and her husband had moved to Jonesboro from uh McKinney, Texas. And she, she's got a college degree in, I think, HR management. So she stepped in and she became our HR manager, uh, compliance officer. And Rita was real good about getting the employee handbooks written and things like that. But yes, we have lots and lots of requirements by our customers as far as all these tools, you know, for health, safety, environmental, you know, just DOT regulations, um, federal, you know, employment requirements, things like that. And I want to pride, you know, our company on we're very, Reed and I are very dot your eyes, cross your teeth kind of people. Yeah. And it's, yeah, so, you know, but it just seems like there's always something that, is required. So, <laughs> oh anyway. yeah. Well, I think all I think uh, you guys as a as a business and a, and a family really uh, balance each other well. You know, I mean, John and Matt, of course, are you know in the operation, and you know, some some could say that you know, and I say this jokingly, but not really that that you and Rita are going behind them cleaning everything up. But you guys, I yeah. think, make a make a great partnership, and I love that. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's really hard to imagine that we are wrapping up 13 years in business, getting ready to start 14. And, you know, we, we, yeah, we jokingly say every day, okay, yeah, one of these days we're going to get caught up, but no, it's like, you know, and we do have other, you know, employees. We've got a full-time billing um, accountant and, He's in our Jonesboro office, uh, Charleston Gurley, and he's been with us, I'd say, like six years. Um, wow. He played football at Arkansas State. And then we've got um, an office administrator out in Oklahoma that works alongside with uh, John Edison, our full-time safety guy. So, yeah, there's um, there's always a lot going on. Um, but we're, we're thankful. We're blessed. You know, being a trucking company, you have to say a lot of prayers because you've got people out on the road. You know, you're always exposed. But the best way to, you know, protect yourself is to, you know, follow the rules, you know, follow DOT, um, document, keep your, you know, your logs run legal, um, you know, if you do all that, then you sleep a lot better at night. And I feel like we've got some really, really good employees that do that for us. And we know that we're, we we couldn't run our business without our employees. You know, yeah. we wouldn't have any revenue if we, you know, you've got to have drivers. And I know um, there's, it seems like there's a shortage of drivers. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's been a, you know, being a, been a big issue for a long time and, you know, it's uh yeah, it's a tough thing that, you know, you you always wonder when the when the end is in sight, but uh 
you know, I, I know that you guys, you know, you go above and beyond to compensate and take care of your drivers. And I think that probably speaks volume to, you know, the uh, success and growth that you guys have had over the, the last few years. But, you know, Joanne, this has been great. And, you know, the trucking business is just so essential to our country and yourself and Nitrogen Solutions. You guys play a critical role in keeping America moving. You know, a lot of people, you know, don't know what all nitrogen has in the applications of their lives, but if they did, they should be thankful for it. And so I appreciate you for coming on and sharing. And uh, this has been great. And we probably need to have you on again to share more stories because I know there's a lot more. Oh, there's so many stories. But yeah, it's, you know, it's kind of fun. You get a little giggle when you're driving down I 40, say from Arkansas to Oklahoma, and you pass one of your trucks on the highway. So it's, yeah, it, there's, there's a lot of um, cool things going on. Um, and yeah, we just, you know, pray every day to keep everybody safe. That's right. Amen to that.